Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Aligned with Paige Schmidt, helping you to become the you you want to be and feel calm while becoming her. Hello, how are you? I hope you're having a great week. Today, I am coming to you to talk about our thoughts, the thoughts we choose to have. I shared a post on Instagram recently about what I was grateful for surrounding 2020 and the last year, even the last four years. And I received some comments on that post like, I'm in awe of the way you look at life, the way you see blessings and the way you focus on the positives. And it got me thinking, have I always done this? Do I think this way because of the way that I grew up? Have I always thought this way? My mom did this when I think of how she talked out loud. She really did focus a lot on the positives and on the good. And to me, focusing on the good just feels good, right? I like to feel good. I like to focus on the positive. As I thought more about it, I thought, okay, maybe this started happening for me more when I started journaling because when I journal, it's often a gratitude entry, not even intentionally, but that's just the way that I love to journal. So I will sit down and I usually start my journal as if I were having a conversation with God and I'll share whatever is on my heart, whether it's hard or good, whether I'm having thoughts that I like or thoughts that are challenging. I'll just start writing with whatever I'm thinking about but my journal entries always end with the good, the gratitude, the thoughts like, this is all going to be okay. This always works out. I know that it does because I can recall so many moments in the past where what is supposed to happen does happen, right? I'm always okay. Even when hard things happen, I am always okay. I always am able to find a way through when those hard things happen, right? We're given what we need to deal with a difficult situation, something hard in life when it comes. It's often not something we can prepare for. So I have this deep belief, this underlying foundation that everything will be okay. It will work out. So I share that with you to say, maybe that's where a lot of my gratitude is able to come from, from that place of belief that things will be okay, that things will be good. And I also just love to recognize the good. It feels so good. It doesn't matter how small it is. Right now I'm sitting in my office. I'm looking at a plant in my office that makes me feel happy. The pot that it's in makes me feel happy. I have things set up in a way that make me feel happy. I think of our home and the colors and the textures and the way that I clean up at night. All of those things bring me joy. And I am really big on doing things that bring us joy, 
on setting ourselves up for success to feel more joy because to me that just makes life so good. So today we are talking about the thoughts that you begin with. And the way this came up is I was doing a class called Stop Thinking About Food, which you can still get. I don't have a direct link for it that I can share in this episode, but we'll make sure to put it in the show notes. So I can't tell you the place to go, but go ahead and look at the show notes and you can get an instant download for that class. Stop thinking about food class. And in it, as I was doing some coaching, I shared that the thoughts you begin with are the thoughts you end with. This idea that as you're making a change, as you're making a goal, as you're reaching for something new, you want to make sure that the thoughts you think you're going to have at the other side of that goal are the same thoughts and feelings and actions, right? All of these things that you begin with, the thoughts you want to have, you want to make sure those are the thoughts you begin with. If you start a journey, let's use the example of building your business. If you want to get to a place where you have a business, where you wake up and you feel calm around your business, you have great boundaries, you feel in control, you feel inspired, you feel creative, right? You want to start building that business in a way where you're already valuing those things. You don't want to start the business in a place of negative emotion and hustle and burnout and working yourself to a place where you think you will one day just be calm and all of the sudden have different habits and actions and feelings and thoughts, right? It's the same with your body. If you're telling yourself that you want to lose weight, let's use dieting for example. You want to lose weight so you're going to go on a diet because once you go on that diet and once you lose the weight, you will then feel so much better. You will then think really great thoughts about your body and then you can work on feeling calm around food. But the issue is what it took to get to that place was a certain set of thoughts and feelings and actions that you have now been practicing for say a couple of months and you get to your goal weight and those are the thoughts you still have. The actions you still have to continue, the deprivation you still have to feel, the restriction, the burnout around exercise. If those are the thoughts and behaviors that you started with to get you to that place. So think about that for for a moment. The thoughts I begin with are the thoughts I end with. So it's not just all about positive thinking at all. In fact, I'm not even talking about positive thinking. I'm talking about where we're choosing to focus our attention and recognizing that we have the power to choose what we're thinking about now. 
If you want to be a person who sees the blessings in life, who sees the positives, who believes that things work out for good, you can do that by choosing to pause and think about those things. That is all that I am doing when I share a post where I'm recognizing the good. I'm sitting there for a moment and just basking in all that was good, all that I love, right? And I don't avoid negative emotion or hard emotion or sadness or crying or frustration, right? I do not avoid those. When I have a negative or hard feeling, I feel it or I share it or I talk with someone, right? But my thoughts about having a negative or hard feeling aren't that it's wrong or bad or yucky to feel this way, that I should feel better, that I don't like feeling this way. Instead, I just trust that all emotions are a normal part of life. We can move through them. They're all important to feel. So for example, the other day I was driving to a girlfriend's house And I had a moment where I just really started missing my mom. And I thought about how I wish that she could be here to see my baby girl. I thought about how I get to love Selah as much as she loved me and as much as I loved her. And that made me so emotional. I thought that is so special. And it brought up this sadness, this longing, this really missing her. And of course, I'm in the car driving to see a girlfriend. It's not the most convenient time to be crying, to be feeling this, right? My face is all red, but I don't push it away. I don't try and stuff it and say, no, don't feel this. This doesn't feel good. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to focus on the positive, right? That's not what that is. That's more like toxic positivity when you're shooting away a natural, normal, hard emotion that you're feeling in order to just feel positive all the time. That is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about natural, normal, hard thoughts that come up hard feelings, you process those. You let those come through you. That is part of experiencing joy, is letting yourself feel all of the emotion so that you can return to the joy afterwards. I had a client share with me recently that when she really allows herself to feel her emotions, the hard ones last so much less time, right? They, they go away faster and she's not trying to shove them away. She's just feeling them and she notices that they go away faster. And the really good feeling emotions, the ones we just love and we want to hug and hold them and keep them nearby, they last so much longer when we feel them. And I think that's just kind of the way that it works when we really allow ourselves to feel. So Just know, as I'm talking about this with you, I have all of the thoughts, the positive and the negative, all of them. It's not about only having positive thoughts at all. 
It's about choosing to keep thinking, to continue thinking specific thoughts deliberately, to choose to focus on thoughts that allow you to feel good if feeling good is how you want to feel, right? Your thoughts create your feelings. So it's important to choose your thoughts on purpose. If you want to feel good about yourself, for example, you have to start now with thinking better thoughts about yourself. The thoughts you begin with are the thoughts you end with. So you cannot beat yourself up to get to a place of loving yourself, right? When you hear it that way, doesn't it make sense? You want to love yourself to a place of loving yourself or be kind to yourself to get to a place of being kind to yourself regularly. The way you want to feel when you get to your goal, that is what you want to feel now. So I gave the example earlier of business. If you are burned out the whole time that you're building your business, you're going to feel burned out when you get to that end goal. And you'll probably have a thought like, this wasn't worth it. Or is this really what it's like to have all this success? Right? If you're trying to lose weight, if you do so in a way that leaves you feeling deprived, restricted, burned out on exercise the whole way there, that's how you're going to feel when you get to the goal. Like you have to continue to maintain all of that in order to keep your goal and you're not going to like it. And you're going to want to return to all your old behaviors, which you might not even like those either, but you didn't have the opportunity to practice learning a new set of behaviors of starting with what you want to end with. So if you don't want to feel deprived later, don't start by depriving yourself. Instead, if the idea that you have is you want to feel calm around food, peaceful in your body, for example, you want to start practice being that version of you now. If you're in a relationship or you're looking for a new relationship, if you're not yourself in the beginning of the relationship, you won't be yourself in the middle or once you're in it, or you'll feel like you can't be yourself, like it's wrong to be yourself. And you will not like that either. I have a personal example of that. Actually, I dated someone when I was about 18 years old And in that time, right around that season, I was personally going through so much change, so much of discovering who I wanted to be, what would make me feel happy, what I wanted to, how I wanted to show up in the world, what I wanted to do, so much self-discovery. And I started dating someone who I wouldn't normally date or be attracted to. He was a good guy, but he was so not a person 
I felt I could fully be myself around. I felt like I had to force it so much in order to ever feel like I could be myself, which ultimately led me feeling to feeling like I couldn't ever be myself. But about three months in, I noticed how off I was feeling, how I felt like I couldn't just show up and be me. I had to keep up this front, this certain type of identity, be this certain type of girl, you know, get ready, be dressed, wear a certain type of clothes, like to do a certain type of activity, um, talk in a certain way. Everything felt very, um, I don't even know what to call it. It just felt very forced and unnatural and all the parts of myself that I've always loved and valued of just being silly and being goofy and happy and having fun and laughing. None of those things were able to come out easily. And I felt that. And the hardest part about it was that on paper, everything looked good. So I also felt like, what am I doing? Who would I be if I broke up with this person? Everyone's going to think that I'm crazy, right? I finally found this responsible guy who has a job. He's good looking. He seems to have it all together. All these things on paper that I felt like if I break up with this person, Everyone in my family, in my life is going to be like, what are you doing? You're screwing your whole life up, right? But I felt so not myself, so out of alignment because who I was when I started the relationship, and this was unintentionally, like I said, I was doing a lot of self-discovery and I thought I was showing up as who I wanted to be. In some ways I was, but in many ways it was too forced. And so in fact, while we were dating, Marco and I were still best friends. So when I was dating this other guy, Marco was my best friend. So our story, which I'll share our whole story on another episode, is that we were best friends from about the age of 14 until we started dating around the age of 20, 21. And while I was dating this guy, Marco came over and I remember a specific night where we were just hanging out and I felt so good, so able to just be myself, laugh, throw my hair up, be goofy. It was effortless. Marco could effortlessly be himself. I remember he came over in basketball shorts and a hoodie and I was so relieved. I just felt like I was with my person at the time. I didn't know that it was my person who I would fall in love with type person. I just thought it was my best friend, but it felt so at home. He felt so much like home to me. It was just good. And not long after that, I ended the relationship relationship that I was in that I had started when I was 18 because there just seemed to be more and more and more evidence that this was not the right relationship for me. And no matter how good it sounded or seemed or looked on paper, it's not what 
I wanted to be in. So it showed me that night with Marco hanging out, being myself, this relationship that it didn't matter and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks on the outside. I could not and did not need to be in that relationship anymore. Didn't matter what anyone else thought on the outside. I ended it. I never looked back. It has always felt like the right decision. Absolutely. And I felt so relieved to just trust myself and give myself that permission to know what did and did not feel right for me. But that is an example of what we begin with is what we end with. What I began with in that relationship, who I was, is also who I was expected to be in the middle of that relationship. Understandably, for this person, he had just met me, and that's who he met. That's who he started dating. So when I started being more of myself, it didn't feel right to him. I don't know how he would describe it, so I won't put words in his mouth, but it definitely didn't feel right to me. So it's like that with anything else in our lives, with marriage, with building your business, with friendships, with taking care of your body. What you begin with is what you'll still have later on when you get to the goal, right? As you're living it, as you're in it. We often have a lot of inflated thoughts or fantasies about what something will be like, what the relationship will be like, what the marriage will be like, what having that business will be like, or having that job, getting that job, being in that position. But what you want to ask yourself is, who do I want to be with the goal? And get really clear on that. How do I want to feel? How do I think I'm going to feel? with the goal. And let me make sure I start with practicing those things. And so when you're thinking of it in terms of your thoughts, you can get really clear on where do I want to be and what thoughts would that person have? How does she want to feel? What actions is she taking? What results is she getting? And her as that person, as that version of me, what type of thoughts is she thinking now? And the reason we're focusing on our thoughts is because it all starts with our thoughts. So like I mentioned earlier, our thoughts are what create our feelings and our feelings create all of our actions and our habits, right? Our habits and our actions add up to creating our character, who we are in the world, what we value. They're evidence of what we value, right? So those give us our results. So we want to make sure we're starting with our thoughts. So it's about our thoughts and our feelings and our actions, who we're showing up as, all of that. We want to start with the same things that we end with, but we really focus on our thoughts first. 
So the questions I'll leave you with today are, what am I working toward? What do I want right now in my life? Do I want a relationship? Do I want to get to a certain place in my career? Do I want to start a family? Do I want to be a mom? Right? Think about where you'd like to be, what you're working toward, and then think about what it would look like to be there, what you want it to look like to be there. If it's around your body, for example, and you're thinking, well, when I'm at a place where I like my body, I want it to be calm and easy, and I don't want to beat myself up if I don't want to exercise for a day. I want to really listen to myself. Then you want to start practicing those things now. And you want to ask yourself, well, what would that me, what thoughts would she have? And those are the things you want to start practicing now. You do not want to start by practicing. Well, I'll just be really hard on myself and super strict and force myself to work out and deprive myself with food, focus a ton on food now. And then once I get to the weight, then I'll be calm. That is the trap that we get ourselves stuck in so much. And then we stay in this loop of thinking we want something that will make us happier. And then we get it. And then we're not satisfied. And then we go right back to old behavior. And then the loop starts all over again later. So just remember the thoughts I begin with are the thoughts I will end with. Another way I've heard this said about your body is in order to love yourself where you're going, you must love yourself where you're at. So starting by loving yourself where you are at is important in terms of loving yourself where you're going. So once you have thought about these things, write them down. It's so important to write things down so you can look back later. Start practicing those things now and get really clear on what are the thoughts I want to start thinking today? What do I want to start focusing on today that will ultimately build up and lead me to how I want to feel in the future? I hope you loved this episode. Can't wait to talk to you again next week. Who is your coach? If you don't have one, I'd love to be yours. If you're ready to take what you're learning on this podcast to the next level and apply it to your life, come check out Aligned Coaching. Coaching with me, where we will address challenges, work toward your goals, and you will have a safe space to grow into the you you want to be. We have group coaching calls, written coaching, where you can submit a question anytime, and Zoom hangouts to connect with other women in the community. We also have hours of courses and content that I've created just for you. Come join us at pageschmidt.com forward slash coaching.